my definition of success is embracing like the hustling grind for whatever it is your goal is. Welcome to the Dr. Mudgill Podcast. I couldn't be more excited to have Lori Jefferson, who has so many titles, I don't even know where to begin. The founder, the executive chef, uh, the architect, the manager, the you, the everything of the Cheesecake Spot, which is a, uh, a cheesecake restaurant, I guess. You guys only sell cheesecakes, yeah, right? Yeah, well, yes, we only sell cheesecakes. Yeah, so it's, a, it's, a cheese, it's the Cheesecake Spot the cheesecake. with locations in Roosevelt Field Mall and soon to be opening in the village of Amityville. That's right. And, uh, you know, the Cheesecake Spot's been open for about a year and a half. I know Lori's son, who you guys sh- should know as well, Mr. J-Fit. And, uh, you know, just I was... The formation of the Cheesecake Spot, uh, which was about a year and a half ago, you know, Justin was very vocal about it. And he was like telling me how excited he was that his mom was opening a cheesecake, a cheesecake store because, you know, you're such a a great chef and a great baker. (laughs) And I believe that this is it was like a longstanding family recipe or something like that, a secret recipe. Or something, you know. Something I worked on for several years, you know, until I perfected it, you know. And then when you perfected it, I guess you were ready to go. I started, you know, giving giving it away, right? Sampling it to people, and then people started ordering. It just kind of happened. And then it started to evolve into something around the holidays where you would make cakes for like Thanksgiving and for Christmas and Easter and that sort of stuff, right? I believe you guys are very active in the church. I mean, that must have been a pretty big source of your orders. Yes, that was a pretty big source, especially when I was uh, testing it out. I, when I wanted to test recipes, I would bake it, cut it up, take it to the people at church and said, try it. Write something down anonymously what you think about it, you know, and that's how I actually got my feedback. Oh, wow. And I guess from there it just evolved. Yeah, it just evolved. Um, so for those of you who has, have not visited the Cheesecake Spot, you'll see it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a spot where there's a line that's very, very long <laughs> and uh, it has become an extraordinarily popular place. And just in like the year and a half, I guess it's been open. I think I got a shout out from like Nicki Minaj. Yeah, and, she you know, loves the sweet potato swirl cheesecake. There you go, that's her favorite. <laughs> and, a, and a bunch and a bunch of other celebrities, mm-hmm. I believe, have given you guys some shout outs too. Yes, we've had several come by the kiosk. So it's been you know tremendous amount of growth in a year and a half. Um, the way I actually got to uh, you know have Lori on my podcast was a couple of weeks ago. The uh, you know the the big guys at the mall were uh, sensing the competition coming from the small guy, the cheesecake spot. That's right. And I believe they tried to file some sort of injunction saying that there was uh, they had, they were trying to shut you guys down because right. of uh, the trademark stuff. Or... Basically, the Roosevelt Field is owned by Simon Malls, and the Cheesecake Factory has a restaurant over there called the Grand Lux. So the Grand Lux, who was owned by the Cheesecake Factory, served notice to Simon Mall's corporate office that they had a problem with us being in the mall. Wow, what problem could they possibly have? They Supposedly, there's a non-compete clause in their lease. And the non-compete clause states that there can be no one in the mall selling more than three varieties of cheesecakes or 10 desserts. So right? since we are selling cheesecakes, and I certainly sell more than 10 varieties of cheesecakes, they serve notice on the mall. Get out of here. So immediately I had got a heads up via email on Monday saying uh, there might be a problem. They were checking out the what their non-compete said. And then 
Their response to the non-compete from the Grand Lux, which on Tuesday was to serve me immediately with a letter of termination. That's unbelievable. They d- terminated my lease effective May 2nd. They didn't talk to me. They didn't give me a phone call. They just sent me a letter telling me basically get out. That's unbelievable. With like unbelievable. no notice. Basically. No notice. I wouldn't have known nothing if I hadn't got a heads up from somebody, wow. you know, that's that's there in the leasing department. So for any like the small business owners out there, I mean, for me, when I heard that, so the way I found about it was Justin posted something on his Instagram account, on his uh-huh. Instagram story. And um, he's got a very active Instagram. And I direct messaged him and said, you know, I'd love to help out in any way possible, whether it's a GoFundMe or, you know, and he, we were kind of going back and forth. And um, the thought came to my mind was like, you know, just to have you on my podcast, just to get the word out there. Because it's, it's, it's a terrifying thought when you put your heart and soul into a business. Mm-hmm. And you know that that can, and you're basically controlling your business. It's you're putting your everything you have into the everything. business, into the success of this business, and then someone can just sweep the rug out from underneath you and say, "Hey, in a couple of weeks, you guys are out." But this is actually a testament to the power of social media because oh, yes. of there was a huge outcry because of that on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, you know, I, I mean, it was a huge, huge outcry. Amazing. And I think within a couple of days, amazing. I mean, you know, the local news was notified, and you know, it was it was a pretty big uproar. And within a couple of days, I, that injunction was lifted. It off was, of you guys, I believe, right? literally within hours, it was lifted because I mean, wow, my old my son Raphael, he, when I the day before when I had got the email. I always let my children know what's going on. And we have a group chat. I sent out a notice in the group chat. I said, this is what's going on. So they was like, wow. So the next day when I was down working at the store and my husband was at the kiosk, they did the security guard delivered the notice to him. And he called me and when he called me. Immediately I got upset and I called my other son who was closer to me than my husband was. So he came down to the store where I was and I was so upset I was crying. And while I was crying, my oldest son took it upon himself to go on Facebook Live. And he went on Facebook Live and he just told the whole story. And I tell you, to this date, we have 34,000 views. People begin to view, and he's talking about this year, the sharing that went on, the posting that went on. It was amazing. It, it, I, I just, it was so bad. And I understand that every time that the Roosevelt Fields name is used, any type of news and media, they get an alert. Mm-hmm. Well, they got plenty of alerts wow. on Tuesday. And I say that because I'm sitting there on Tuesday night in my living room, my husband and I, and my cell phone rings at like 1030 at night. And it's the mall manager saying we are rescinding the term lease termination. Wow. Now, my son, he went live like three o'clock in the afternoon. So That's by 1030, amazing. he verbally rescinded it. And the next day, he delivered a letter to the kiosk saying it was it was lift it was rescinded. So, but I always, I say now that the fight is not over. We have gotten a lawyer, and the fight is not over because anytime a corporate bully, and I call them corporate bullies, that they can come around and they can literally just try to shut you down. Right. That that shouldn't be allowed. Who can ha- who should have a monopoly on selling cheesecakes? I mean, you're absolutely right, and I'm I'm so glad that there's. A happy ending, but you're right. Yes. There's more work that needs oh, to be done. Definitely, and and it truly is like a, a corporate bullying because you know they have some deep pockets. I'm sure. You know, cheesecake factory got I me. Mean, come on, with well, probably right. what, hundreds of cheesecake factories, and you know, it's a multi, 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 gajillion it dollar is. business. 
and you know they didn't they didn't care that you were there until there was a buzz about you guys year and a half and the lines were forming and then the, you know that that's like no one cares if you're not making money and right. you're not having a successful business but when there's a buzz then the big guys say hey wait a second like you know this is taking away from our business absolutely and uh well that's you know that's why you're here that's so. why i'm here you know and I, and i said you know i said I, we have we have a lawyer like i said who um wanted to have a sit down with the mall because let's say there was never a conversation between the cheesecake spot and Simon Mall besides when the guy called and verbally rescinded it but there was no other conversation so we wanted to sit down with them and have a conversation with our lawyer I got a phone call again saying they would not sit down with our lawyers but they would be glad to sit down with me you know and have a conversation so I will be sitting out with them on tomorrow morning and finding out how does this um, non-compete clause affect me going forward. Right. Because, again, you're putting yeah. a lot of effort into building this business and you got to make sure it's going to be something that's sustainable. Absolutely. Um, well, we'll get more into this and obviously, you know, we're going to have all of the plugs for any, any way anyone who's listening can help you, whether it's through a GoFundMe campaign and we'll link them to all your social media accounts as well so okay. everyone can stay abreast of the developments because... You know, we're going to have a big community that's going to be behind you. Yes. And, you know, we're going to make sure you guys are, you know, in I'm business excited. for a very, very long time. <laughs> um, but I'd love to hear some more of your story and, you know, what kind of drove you to be an entrepreneur. I mean, you're someone who's had tremendous success in your life. You're, a, you know, a successful parent. You're su- had success in your marriage. <laughs> uh, your kids are very successful. Mm-hmm. What put that fire under you to, like, you know, to test success as an entrepreneur but before we even get into that you know one of the things that i ask all my guests and just the only thing i ask them to think about before we sit for a podcast is for you what is success success for me is having a goal or a purpose that you strive for until you reach you know till it's complete you just don't stop you keep going until you get to that place where you find that success I love that. That's like my definition of success. Enjoying oh. the journey to your goal, you know, yeah. and, and the hustling grind of it all. Um, so what put that spark in you? Like, hey, you, you know, I know like, you know, you're making the cheesecakes, you're getting this great feedback. I'm sure a lot of people told you, wow, you need to sell these, you need to sell these, you need Just to sell mainly. these. <laughs> um, but what's from that, you know, you should sell these. What in your mind said, hey, I need to sell these. I have to give credit to my son, Justin, because he is a great motivator. And I have been, you know, selling to family and friends and people were here you know, a little buzz. And I said, okay, I'll sell to you. And I had at one point had them in Grace's Market. They were selling my cheesecakes. And there was Justin consistently, constantly saying, Ma, you should do it. You need to do it. And I literally got a call from Justin at least three to four times a week and got a 30-minute pep talk, you know, encouraging me, you know, Mom, Mom, do this, Mom, you should do this. So I remember in 2017, uh, we went on a family vacation into Florida, and I promised Justin before we went, because we had this talk, I said, when I get back, when I get back, Justin, I'm going to do it. And he was really the motivator that really pushed me because he he didn't let up. He didn't let up. He is, well, he... it's good that he's a personal trainer because yes. he he's motivated <laughs> helping a lot of people. Yes. Like, well, just to see the effect that he has on his mom. Yes. That's very nice to hear. Um, so then what happened? So you came back from your vacation. So I came back from vacation and my husband and I began to, I didn't know how I was going to sell the cheesecakes. I know I'm being small, small person, not having a lot of money. I couldn't go rent a store. Didn't have that. So my husband and I talked about it and I said, well, let's go to the mall. Still wasn't sure what I was going to do at the mall. 
But I went to the Hicksville Mall first, mm-hmm. and they showed me a cart, and I began to say, well, I need to do this. So I said, that's not going to work for me. We went to the Roosevelt Field Mall, and, and then, you know, my lease, the leasing agent said, you know, we have a unique product. We can work with you. So with that being said, she told me what size to build a kiosk, and I called someone to ask for to build a kiosk. They said $20,000. I said, that's not going to work. So my husband, who is a carpenter, retired from the state, and I said to him, I said, honey, do you think you could do this? And he said, yes. So we, he began to work on it in our garage. And he actually, the kiosk that you see at Roosevelt Field Mall, my husband built that. Wow, you that's know? amazing. Yeah. The countertop, we did have the countertop people do it, but he built that kiosk. That's unbelievable. Wow, yeah. This is like a true, he did a great true job. family business. Yeah, he did a great job. So just talk to us a little bit about that process. So you you're, you talk to the mall and you say, you know, I want to have a they said this is a great business for a kiosk. You right. Know. So then do you pay them all like for space or like yes. is it how big the kiosk is? Yes. No, they tell they told me they had a special program now, they but this is the size that I needed to build. They just gave me measurements. Okay. So and whatever by whatever. Right. That's the size of a kiosk. And this is how much it costs, whatever, for a year right. or a month or whatever the case Right. They told me what it was going to cost. So, and they said, asked when I want to go in. So I begin to work. And I said, November. We'll go in in November. But they have my husband time to build it out. I didn't know what it was going to look like. We just had to mention it. As he began to build it, I began to see it. Gotcha. You know, I said, okay, let's do this. No, let's do this. And when it was done, I was like, wow. So how long did it take to build the kiosk? I think he started in August or September. Okay. You know? So, I mean, uh, yeah. Not that long. Not that <laughs> you know, long, yeah. no. Because we went in November 1st. We were ready. So when you went in November 1st, okay, so you guys are just selling cheesecake at the kiosk in the mall. Mm-hmm. Did it start with, okay, I want to have just one cheesecake, one kind of cheesecake I want to sell? or No, know? when I went in, I had several varieties because, like, like I said, I had been baking already. Right. So I already had customers that had been already servicing Grace's Market. So I already had what I was doing. I just needed to do it there. Where do you, where do you make the cheesecakes? I have at a commercial kitchen. I was working at a kitchen co-op in Amityville Village. So that was my commercial kitchen. Um, now we're moving into our new store because we can bake there. But that was the place I was baking. And so how many cakes were you baking? In the beginning, it was it's a lot. <laughs> it depend, it depending on how they moved. And then once we opened the second store in Walt Whitman Mall, I was in the kitchen two, maybe three times a week. And I was doing a couple of hundred cheesecakes a week. Wow. And each size because we have different sizes. Right. So the, it, it varied, but it was quite a few. So from start to finish, how long does it take to make one of your cheesecakes for you? We had, we had a four-hour block in the kitchen. Okay. So you so, can make a cheesecake in four hours? Well, yeah. I mean, they're not ready to be sold because right. they have to go in the refrigerator and there's other steps after it. But by the time our four hours was over, we probably could have 150 minis and maybe 200 singles done. Wow. Yeah. And who's making this? You and me and my else? daughter. So the two of you guys. Yep. And I have one other young lady that helps from time to time. Wow. So all yeah. your fingers are basically involved oh, in the production of every single one of these. Every cheesecakes. one of the cheesecakes. That's incredible. From start from the crust right on up to the topping. So let me. That there probably hasn't been very many vacations since November. No, matter of fact, we haven't had another family vacation since 2017. Wow. <laughs> you know, because yeah, we've I mean, been busy. You know, a lot of folks see the success of the cheesecake uh, spot. And, you know, it's it's a, a great business, and some folks in their minds might say, "Hey, wow, I wish I thought of that idea or right. I did that business." But it's 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 easy to see the end product. It's very hard to visualize the work that goes into creating that. So, you know, just think about that. In a year and a half, you haven't gone on a single vacation. I imagine you probably work nearly seven days a week. Yes. 
the life of someone who's a chef or a baker or you know working where they're actually creating something your mornings probably start i imagine very very, very early. early you're not getting very much sleep oh how did you know now <laughs> well you can't be because you know i know you probably <laughs> sometimes have to make cakes at like two or three mm-hmm. in the morning absolutely you know? The reason why I actually know a little bit about this is because we were actually chatting about this earlier. One of the first like business development books I read at the end of 2017, actually, was a book called The E-Myth Revisited. And okay. one of the small business owners he uses to describe the difficulties of running a small business is someone who makes cakes. Mm. And it's very, you know, it's, you make cheesecakes. Yes. Um, and I really got a glimpse into, wow, what a grueling lifestyle it really is, you know, and it's. Also, you guys are managing to scale your business. Now you have two locations, mm-hmm. but you're not scaling the personnel really. So it's still the same people right. managing the locations. Who works at the kiosk that sells the cakes? Right, right now, the kiosk, my husband's there a lot. Uh, my niece is there a lot, and my daughter's there a lot. I'm there sometime because somebody has to be in the kitchen. Yeah, someone's making the cakes. <laughs> Last, I mean, this really is a true four people in your family are working yeah, in the business. Yeah. Every yeah. now and then, the one of the guys are covered. Justin will cover if I need him. You know, if if we get in a pinch and I said, Justin, I need you there for a couple hours, he'll go and cover. Yeah. yeah he knows how to do it. That's like the, probably the fittest guy in the world yeah. selling cheesecakes. He, he, so. he won't eat them, but he'll he'll <laughs> sell them for me because it's like he's the one who really is the motivator for me. Yeah, well, that's, that's really incredible. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the new spot that's opening up? It sounds like you have a lot of, you know, this exciting uh, yes, stuff I'm on the horizon. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, the, we got the opportunity to take over a subway. Um, and we're going in and every, the subway has everything, you know, that we need. We just got to put our own oven in and right. maybe switch out a part for our display case, but there's everything and put all sign up. So we're excited about going and being able to bake there, being able to have the access to bake every day. So now I can push out my flavors of the month that I want to do. And, uh, people have been asking me about wedding cakes. So now we can experiment on doing the wedding cakes and designing those type of things as far as cheesecakes go. So I didn't have that opportunity working out of commercial kitchen because I had a certain amount of time to be in and be out. So I'm excited about that. So it sounds like you'll be working harder. Yeah, I'll be working (laughs) harder. (laughs) I'll be working harder. So what are some of the popular cheesecakes that you guys sell? So we have strawberry swirl, plus the classic plain vanilla, strawberry swirl, peach swirl, blueberry swirl, cookies and cream, apple cinnamon, red velvet, um, the the list, you know, goes on hot chocolate. So there are a lot of different flavors that we carry. And then people ask for certain things. So we're working on things doing, doing, um, the holidays. Sometimes we have the mint flavor. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a lot of different flavors. Pump- pumpkin, that we I have. guess you must have. We have the really. sweet potato swirl, which is uh-huh. our closest to pumpkin. Yeah, everybody oh, wow. thinks it's pumpkin, but it's sweet potato. And it's really, really good. They're really good cheesecakes. I have to say, well, I'm sure not just because I baked them, but <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So you're stocked with that many varieties of cheesecakes? Already, yes. We have a lot of cheesecakes that we sell. And we can, and we consistent. We're constantly baking, you know, so they're, they're fresh because they move. So I'm very grateful. Wow. How long does a cheesecake keep for? You can keep it in the freezer for like six months. Gotcha. But in the refrigerator, uh, five to seven days. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So but, but you make them fresh there. Yep. They go and yeah, they go you know. and people and you know the thing that we do we have the sizes that and and I have to say the cheesecake spot is the only one that has the model that we have at the kiosk where you can walk up and it's like to take grab and go grab and go get a cup of vanilla strawberry whatever it's like ice cream you can just eat it while you walk in the mall 
you right, know, so they're individuals. Individual they're individual, system. yeah. They're and what individual. do you serve them in? They're we have one. The, the singles are in tens. They're little four ounce tens. It's, it's crust on the bottom, graham cracker crust, and then you can have whatever flavor you desire. Then little bigger ones, they're little minis. We call them minis. Um, they're a little larger. You can have, actually share them, but most people don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have bites that are sold by the dozen, and, and I encourage these for people having events because you have variety of bites. You know, gotcha. so you can have different flavors. So we've done weddings and birthdays and stuff like that. So people like that that option to be able to do that also. Gotcha. So the yeah. bites are basically a larger cheesecake. No, no, the bites are actually like cupcake size. So if you imagine a cupcake tin with cupcakes, instead of cupcakes, there's um, cheesecakes, cheesecake uh, bites in there. Uh, that's uh, that's yeah. actually a great idea for, yeah. for holidays. It is. I need to get some of those from for my holiday parties. Okay. They will work out well, I'm telling you. So, like I said, the purpose of this podcast was was really kind of to get the word out there that uh, you know there's there there's probably going to be trouble on the horizon once the lawyers yes. get involved, and yes. I imagine that we're sort of out of the woods a little bit right now. But you know, there may be you know lawyers are expensive, and there may they be. Are. And, no. uh, you know, we want you putting your resources into making cheesecakes and not paying lawyer bills. Yeah. So there, I, there will likely be a GoFundMe campaign. Well, actually, we had a GoFundMe, okay. which I just suspended it yesterday. We okay. stopped taking donations. We raised $1,000. Um, we do have lawyer fees that we have to pay. But um, I'm not, you know, sure how much they're going to be. But I didn't just want to leave the GoFundMe up. I gotcha. So we did take it down yesterday. But if anybody, you know, still wants to help, they can still just reach out. You know, we'll be able to and, help And them. why don't you give a plug to some of your social media where folks can so, find you? We we had the Cheesecake Spot on Facebook and the Cheesecake Spot on um, Instagram. And we have Twitter also. And it's all the Cheesecake Spot. All right. So if I remember, that's the Cheesecake Spot. You can find on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. And everyone should follow you guys because you'll keep us up to date, obviously, yes. on what's going on yes. with the developments. We're with going the mall. to update, keep the page updated, what's going on with the lawyers. And like I said, they don't want to meet with our lawyers right now. They refuse to meet with the lawyers. So I'm going to go have a sit down. And once the sit down is over, if we need to go further, then the lawyer, of course, can force their hand. But right. right now, I'm going to see if where we stand right now and what they're willing to do because what they've done with to us was absolutely not right and i just think it's corporate bullying at its finest i couldn't agree with you more and uh, this is a true david and goliath type situation absolutely absolutely and uh you know we got a lot of people that are going to have your back so so many mama pop shops are being crushed and they just walk away and my son came in that day and i said i'm not going to just walk away quietly i'm not and i just have to thank everyone that went on social media whether they shared it, they shared a post, they called. The mall had so many calls on our behalf that they stopped answering the phone. They wow. stopped answering the phone. They were like, it's fine, it's fine. But we want to know, let them know that we're going to keep you updated on what's going on. And this way, you'll know, we'll know, and we'll work it out. Because it's going to work out one way or the other. We're, if I have to go all the way to the Supreme Court, we're going to fight. For, I, I, nobody should have a monopoly on cheesecake. You're absolutely right. So everyone, please follow the Cheesecake Spot so you can stay informed. Um, we're all got to support the Cheesecake Spot. If you're going to buy a cheesecake, you should only buy it from the Cheesecake Spot. Thank you. Which can be found at the Roosevelt Field Mall. There's a kiosk in the Roosevelt Field Mall. And in a few weeks, you could, there'll be a storefront location in Amityville, in Amityville Village. Village. So thank you so right. much, thank Lori you. Jefferson, for spending 
uh, this time with us, and I'm so glad I got to hear your story. Thank you for having and, uh, me. And hopefully my listeners will be out there. We're going to be lining up at the Cheesecake Spot That's to buy right. some Come cheesecakes. That's right. Come on down. All right. Thanks down. again. Thanks. Ah. Nice. <laughs> we actually have a cheesecake here. This is, which flavor is this? That's blueberry. And, and um, um, I I was taking some over to, to Roosevelt Field. My niece called me. She's on. Um, she's there. And she was like, Auntie, the bottom is looking wet. And he, when he was there yesterday, he told me that he think the refrigerator might not be working properly. Ah. So we're going to check it. I was taking more over there so I can pull those. I don't want to sell nothing that's not, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, so that happened to be in the car. That's why it's not labeled because it's going ah. over there. It's going to be labeled. But that's blueberry. Oh, nice. I don't know if you like blueberry. But I love blueberry. Well, you can have it then. Well, I'm going to try it right now. <laughs> try it on camera. This is my first bite of it. Of a cheesecake, I'm sorry to say, but it's been a long time coming. Yeah, it might be a little frozen because yeah. I took it out the freezer. So I can still eat the frozen, can yeah. I? Yeah, uh, uh, Justin loves my, he thinks it's ice cream. So it's my brother. Justin, don't judge me if I'm eating a cheesecake. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. This is, is that blueberry compote? That's what you... blueberry swirl. We break it down. And it's like fresh blueberries. Yeah. This is I'm, I'm keeping the, I'm keeping the rest of this. Okay, fine. <laughs> have it. Let Thank it you so know defrost some and really enjoy it. I'm good. I'm gonna leave it on my desk when you get later. Okay. All right. Thank you again. Thank you. This is awesome. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Mudgill podcast. The corresponding video can be found on YouTube, IGTV, and Facebook. Let's get it.